Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, folks. Hello, folks. Uh, I'm Black Dragon, and welcome to another edition of Black Dragon Biker TV. Yeah. And as always, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in from wherever it is in the world that you happen to be. I love having my own, like, rhythm section or clapping section. I just hit the button and people clap. One day it's going to be for real. One day. Anyway, I'm here in a dragon's nest above the dragon's lair. This is my recording studio. Um that I have been able to put together uh, during my five years of broadcasting here on Black Dragon Biker TV. And I just want to thank you guys uh, for tuning in. Uh, as you may know, uh, we have been doing this thing uh, with Demon's Row for, for a while, uh, back and forth. Demon's Row is a, another creator like myself who um, does um, videos in MC Protocol and has the number one station or the number one uh, broadcast studio youtube channel uh on mc protocol uh in the business has the most subscribers and that sort of thing um just uh leaping into the game and jumping over all heads and the truth of the matter is when you're at the top you know i was uh i was the leader in this genre uh before he came uh dibber was before me hollywood was was before me big sale was before me all of these guys were guys that helped me get to where i am now all of these youtube creators uh who you know put everything they could in me to to see me grow and as i grew and outpaced them i became the number one guy and you know it, it happens i mean you're no one's number one forever sometimes you're number one you drop to zero you get back up to one you know it, it happens. You go up and down. You fight. It's competitive. It is. And when you're number one, people are going to come after you. They're going to challenge you. They're going to challenge and question you. Um, that's just part of being number one. You've got the most eyeballs on you. So people are looking and they're challenging, especially 
when you do things that um, are not quite in line with uh, what you preach. So as a creator, a YouTube creator, especially in this MC protocol world, um, it is important that you practice what you preach. And people like me, like everyone has held my feet to the fire, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. So I made a YouTube uh, reaction video. One of my friends told me, you should call them education videos rather than reaction videos because education videos are where you're trying to teach somebody something. And reaction videos are when you're trying to maybe put somebody down or you just have a strong reaction to what they said. And I made a reaction slash education video or an education slash reaction video where I said, um, I watched a video that he did. I, I watch a lot of videos that he does. And uh, I watched the video that he did. And in the video, somebody asked him a question about, should I put a, you know, do, it was a carny person in a carnival. And should I put a uh, carny patch on? And, or, or rather, do I start a carny motorcycle club? How can I do that? And and just because we move around, are we nomads? You know, would we not be nomads? And I I I listened to the answer and I thought, you know, it could be much better explained, especially for these guys. They take what we say and they run with it. They absolutely take what we say and they run with it. I have like hundreds, if not thousands of testimonials from people who have said, I follow everything you say, Black Dragon. And now that's why I am the president of such and such motorcycle club. People listen to us. And so what we say is important. So I, I maybe I stepped over the line. Uh, I made a comment about his video and adding to it. Um, and the reaction was incredible. And the reaction was, uh, I think a Instagram post, uh, where I was told that I ain't S H I T you ain't S H I T didn't say those exact words, but, uh, I've been called an old man and there was a, uh, another post on some sort of platform. Uh, I don't know, you know, they send this to me. I, I don't go out and find this stuff. Um, and, and it's the same with all of us. I mean, if you're a content creator and somebody says something nasty about you, uh, they send it to you because people like to see us go back and forth. So, you know, this was sent to me and there's a lot about it that we can get into. Uh, but he got mad at me and he said, I earned a nomad. I earned a nomad uh, patch. I earned Nomad Black Dragon. I don't know what got under your cowboy hat, but I'm not doing a YouTube disc record on you. No one will watch it. You want to use my name for growth? You can't cut me down to build you. You got to build yourself. You will never be me. I'm number one for a reason because I'm better than you. I don't have to put anyone down to win. I just do. I just do. I just win. You speak on patches I've earned. You can't YouTube earn these. Watch a real video here, not the cutting each other down video BS. And uh, this is a video he made. Uh, like that was his last video. So, yeah, you know what? Um, I absolutely, um, you know, that's the part about being, uh, you know, a alpha male or that's the part about uh, being... Um, uh, in a, um, uh, motorcycle club or whatever, that, that's just a, that, that controversy thing that hits, but 
What I want to talk about in this video uh, has nothing to do with with any of this. Uh, we we can get back to that. We we can talk about that uh, another time. What I want to talk about in this video has everything to do with MC protocol and the fact that no one is above MC protocol, not even a nomad, not even a nomad uh, from a 1% motorcycle club, not even an ex-nomad, not even a former nomad. And because I teach MC protocol, if you're doing this kind of SHIT, I, I'm going to call you out on it. I'm going to tell you to stop this. This is, to me, one of the most disrespectful things I have ever seen on the motorcycle club set in the motorcycle club community. And I, I don't know whether this is because, um, you know, we have a young generation, a new generation. I don't know if this is because I'm getting old, uh, but to take the colors of a motorcycle club and deface them like this so you can point out to the world that you were a nomad, it goes against everything I, I've ever stood for here. And I think if he were to ask himself, it goes against everything he's ever stood for or ever claimed. There's this see me, see me, see me, see me thing that's going on uh, amongst these youngsters. He did a video not long ago uh, why asking why old folks jump down the throats of young folks. It's because of this BS right here. This is tantamount to taking a club's colors and hanging them upside down in your clubhouse. This is, this is pimping that MC. Everybody knows what motorcycle club this is. You didn't blot out anything. It's still in the same shape. And everybody knows what motorcycle club you said you were in. And just because you're no longer with them, this does not give you the right to deface their colors. This does not give you the right to um, to um, um, take their colors and blot it out and put them on your back. So you can prove to the world you were once somebody. I mean, your word is good enough. You can say, I was a nomad, and everybody understands that. But this garbage right here, is despicable and beneath your character. I know it. Or it should be. Let's talk about this for a minute. Rules to the game. You've all seen the vampire movies. They're among my favorites. They were my favorite movie in the world until uh, and until the zombie movies came out, there's rules to the zombie movie. Like before they all move slow and barely got around. You had to shoot them in the brain. 
Now the suckers are running. But there's still some characteristics that must be obeyed. I love the old vampire movies because they were cool as hell. Barnabas Collins. Now, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm old when I mentioned Barnabas Collins from Dark Side. Uh, Dark Shadows was the name of it. Yeah. And I, 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 I know I remember this and uh, and you guys know this, that if you're in a vampire situation, all you got to do is come up with something that looks like a cross. If, if you had to, you could you could you could do this if you had to. You could be like, Aha! get back, get back. And the vampire is, you know, going to fall back and get back. And, oh, God, if you touch him with this, you burn a hole in him. You know that even a even a toothpick through the heart, he's dead. No, no, no wooden stake through the heart. It doesn't say how big the wooden stake has to be. Seen a guy hurt a vampire by stabbing him with a pencil in the hand. It was wood. It wasn't the heart, but it was, man, that vampire acted a damn fool. Ah, rat, reached back, ratcheted back, and went crazy. And, 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 and my God, don't throw the holy water on them. They just burn up right there. And I've even seen like uh, Muslim uh, 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 clerics and Muslim folks and stuff fight vampires with the but but where it doesn't work, this is crazy. The vampire can actually overcome a cross and holy water and everything if you are a priest or a preacher. You see, as someone high up in the Christianity game, a cleric or a preacher or a priest or whatever the case it is that you are, a shaman or a uh, uh, Jewish rabbi, whatever you are, your holy symbol can be overcome by the vampire if you are a priest, a preacher, or one of those things. Because you are supposed to not need that symbol. You don't need that cross. Everybody else needs that cross. But you, you're a man of God. You can speak Satan away. You, you are in touch with God. You represent God. You, you are the personification of what God is trying to do on the face of the earth. So if you come face to face with a vampire, the last thing that you need, senior person, would be a cross or some holy water or any of that. You should just be able to hold your hand out and shout some Latin and that sucker starts melting in front of you. In fact, in one of Steven Spielberg's movies, uh, was it The Lost Boy? Something like that. Uh, the priest is holding up the uh, the cross, and, and and the vampire just actually walks up and takes it from him. <laughs> and you know that doesn't work if you're a priest, man. Cut it out, bro. We're going to need to find out what's in your soul. He wound up turning the priest into uh, one of his, his demons. Because when you are at a high level of the game, the protocol expectation is high. When you're at a high level of the game, and my friends, Nomad is about as high a level of the game as you're going to get 
and not be national president. That's one of the folks that moves on a level just under a national president. It is a high level in many, many motorcycle club nations. And so I'm expecting that someone who wears something on a level that high, I'm expecting like that priest, you know well, you know damn well, you're not supposed to be doing this. You know better than this. Let's break this down. What 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 is is this telling me? I, I think that I, I've always been one that says you can give people too much too fast. You you can give people uh, too much responsibility too fast. You know, I, I did a a video a couple of days called "See Me, See Me, See Me." And it's called the Patch Chasers and the Glory Hounds and the Motorcycle Club. And the Patch Chasers are the people that they love the I Love Me patch more than the I Love the MC patch. And something like this shows that very thing. When we break this down, you blotted out the entire MC nation that you once represented to show the selfish I love me patch. I'm bigger and badder and more important than the entire nation that granted me the honor of wearing this patch. But even more than that, there is no nomad patch. There is no MC patch without the granting authority. This is the granting authority. That's why these patches are called three-piece patches. There's the granting authority, their name. There's their icon, their symbol. There's their... MC, this says who and what we are. And then in many places, there's a location, often a state or region or territory. And some you might find a city. It, it just depends. And then some of us will earn a different kind of designation could be national president, nomad, whatever the case may be. But none of this means anything. None of it means anything without the granting authority. So if you were going to do anything, you, anything respectful, you would put this patch back up, you would put it up like it was. You wouldn't show disdain to an entire motorcycle club nation of one percenters by disrespecting their patch in this manner. It's not MC protocol, bro. 
And why did he blot that out? Because as we get into more NC protocol, we know that when you leave a motorcycle club, you leave all of this behind. Whether you're thrown out or you leave or you quit or it ain't for you no more, you got to take a leave of absence, whatever the case may be, you got to turn everything, T-shirts, coffee mugs. Uh, one of the reasons I don't want to lose my club, I got so much money and stuff, I I'll be broke. You hope guys buy it back. You know, you hope the club, somebody will pay for your, your amulet uh, that cost you thousands of dollars. You hope somebody would pay for that. But that stuff goes back. And so do the designations, the positions of honor, the I love me patches, they come back. And you don't get to post pictures of you in their stuff anymore. Now, MC protocol, because a lot of people don't know internet protocol. The internet is new. So let me make up some for you. I'm, this is MC protocol I'm making up. But I, I think most people would find this sound MC protocol. So what do you do, Black Dragon? Okay, I know you got to take your tattoos off and that sort of thing. But I spent 20 years in this organization. What do I do? Uh, take all my pictures off Instagram and Facebook? No. Your past is your past. If I go back five years and I see that you were an anonymous writer's MC, uh, that's cool. But when you leave that club, that timeline freezes. When Facebook asks you, hey, man, you want to repost these pictures from 50 years ago? The answer is no. I'm not with that club anymore. I don't get to repost those pictures. They don't get to follow my timeline forward. They must remain in my past. This is MC protocol. You are not bigger than MC protocol. I don't give a damn if you are an ex-nomad or not. I don't give a damn if you are an ex-one percenter or not. You run around saying I'm a one percenter every 15 seconds does not give you the right to do this. It just, it does not. This is, this to me is like telling that whole nation, I think I'm above you. I'm going to build my reputation on the things you provided me as a nation, on these things you provided me. You gave me my life in the MC. And you said these things out of your own mouth. The MC saved my life. It took me from gangbanging, took me into MCing. You said these things. It saved my life. And you have built your reputation on throwing these people's patch around in video after video after video, building yourself up on their one percenter nomenclature their one percenter status and here you are doing it again 
without even the respect of showing this, of, this, this of coloring out their patch. And maybe that's because, maybe that's because you came to us from a different kind of organization. See, in the motorcycle club world, we have two kinds of organizations that have, one is prior military, which is what has developed the modern MC as we know it today, prior military. And then we have a lot of guys that are coming over from gangs. And we're trying to find a way to fit them together. Uh, you know, the gang culture versus the prior military kind of culture. And it's an interesting culture because if you've never worn a uniform, then you don't, you, you, maybe you just don't understand the implication of desecrating one. Maybe you don't understand how seriously we took that uniform. So much so that you would desecrate the uniform of your fellow brothers that you said were a family to you. It would break my heart to desecrate my colors, even if I was no longer getting down with those folks. Unless they did some foul stuff like had sex with my woman or something. I, I wouldn't desecrate them. So let's talk a little bit about uniforms and uniformity. And let's talk about colors. Let's talk for a moment about colors. You see, for many, many, many years aboard a submarine, I, um, I, I had the responsibility to um, raise the flag. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And, you know, it's really funny. Uh, raising the flag is an interesting thing. It's got to be done at 0800 every single morning. Not 801. Not 802. Not 759. It's got to be done at 8 o'clock in the morning. All right? And when you raise that flag, it's really crazy. First of all, you pop two, bro. Shoulders back, head forward, and you march over to the flagpole. Head up. And you got to remember, because you're on a submarine, there's all kinds of uh, uh, lines and wires and, and ropes and stuff for you to trip on. So you got to take a mental image of that stuff as you walk the 300 feet down the submarine to the back where the flagpole is. You march. so and, and everybody's watching, too. Uh, up on the tender, the admiral, a lot of times, he's going to be sitting on top of the, uh, uh, of the uh, 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 boat, of the, uh, of the ship, looking down at all the boats on the water. You know, submarines we call boats. Surface ships we call ships or targets. We mostly call them targets. But uh, submarines are called boats. So he's looking down at all the boats. And you're marching. Head up. 
You get down to that flag, pop, pop, slap them feet together, man. Your shoes are, your, your heels are together. Your feet are out at like a 45 degree angle and you, you come to attention. Then uh, uh, the national anthem starts to play, you know, dun, 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 dun. and you move quickly to the pole. It's got two kind of like hook things on it. You hook those things on it and then as fast as you can, you hoist the flag. Hoist, hoist means away. You, if the flag is long enough, if the flagpole is tall enough, your ass is tired by the time you get it up that flagpole. You hoist it up as fast as you can because you are the ambassador. Your submarine is the ambassador of the United States of America. You are lifting our colors, bro. Don't be late. The admiral called down to your submarine. Don't trip and fall. Don't go out there in a raggedy uniform. Do not be in some kind of wrinkled up. I just pulled my uniform out of the rack. Nasty, raggedy looking. Don't forget your neckerchief. Don't forget your Dixie hat. Don't, don't, don't run up there without your Dixie cup. And oh, by the way, to hoist the flag and all that, we have working dungarees and all that that we work in. But when you're on flag detail, you got your dress blues on or your dress whites. You're in a dress uniform to lift those colors. That's why veterans like me, you know, uh, I wasn't into the whole kneel for the colors. I understood what folks were doing. Uh, but I got shot four times <laughs> uh, in when I was, you know, in the military uh, and representing my country. And I lived under, worked under, and fought for that flag. I've been, I've gotten so angry. One time driving down the street, I see somebody let a flag fall on the ground. Some guy at a tire store. He, he had the dis, you know, disgraceful job of having to put the flag up. He was dragging the flag across the ground as he was going. I jumped out of my car. I ran. I snatched the flag from him. He was a young man, about 35 or so. Uh, I snatched the flag. That, that brother jumped back, threw his hands up, uh, got to wanting to swing at me and carry on. I said, hey, young brother, I understand that you are upset, you feel like you've been violated, but I feel like you violated me. I know people that have died protecting this flag. If you can't do it the right way, don't do it at all. I'll come put this flag up for you every morning. His manager comes running out. How dare you grab that? They were all mad at me. But they put that flag up the right way. And I never saw another issue with it again. Went to go buy some tires there, maybe a year later. The young man said, man, I looked up everything and you were saying about that flag. And I, I just want to say, I thank you for your service. And I apologize that you got to see me carrying on that way. See, this is, <laughs> this is the importance of colors. I want to use this as a teaching moment here. You don't never disgrace your flag, bro. Uh, one of the most disgraceful things I remember in the submarine community, there was this family 
of guys, I forget their name, Bakers, Butlers, something like that. Him and his son were selling secrets to the Soviets about submarine movements. He was a senior chief or a master chief in the Navy. And uh, he had been selling, this was the 80s, he'd been selling secrets since Vietnam. This was someone who turned traitor on our flag, on our colors. So when military guys come to a motorcycle club and put colors on, we have a certain feel for those colors. Unlike anything you may have ever imagined. We treat them differently. Let's move to another part of this, the uniform. When I was in the Navy, we wore Cracker Jacks and Cracker Jacks are, you know, like the Cracker Jack box guy. I, I guess that's where they got the name from. And when you're wearing Cracker Jacks, there's only three items on that whole uniform that you can personalize that I can think of, no, nothing else. You gotta look just like the guy next to you because we're representatives, we're in we're in the Philippines, we're in Subic Bay, we're in, uh, you name it, we're in, in, in Saudi Arabia, we're in Israel, we're in Afghanistan, we're in, in, in South America, we're in the Panama Canal, we're, we're in Manzanillo, Mexico. Uh, we're all over the world. And when we're wearing those colors, when we're wearing that uniform, we're ambassadors. If I wore that uniform today, if I could fit it, if I put that, you know, and you know what, if I couldn't fit it, I would put, I would buy one I could fit because one of the, the things is your uniform must fit properly. This is another part of the specification. And if I was to put that uniform on today, even though it's no longer my club anymore, even though it's no longer my MC, even though it's no longer my Navy anymore, even though I'm no longer a submarine sailor, if I was to put that uniform on today to walk in a veterans parade or whatever, I would wear it exactly like I wore it back then. One of the reasons I, I thought Custer was an idiot is he was always changing up his uniforms, looking like some kind of peacock. The regular uniform wasn't good enough for him. The uniform is important. Uniform is, is important that we all be uniform, we all look uniform, because we are one. We're one unit. There's three things on that uniform that you can personalize. One is your Dixie cup. Your Dixie cup is your, your hat. And for Navy guys, we, we don't have a, we don't get a cool hat like the Marines and stuff. Um, we have from time to time, you know, uh, and depending on your, your level, your rank or whatever, you can, you get a piss cutter and all these other things, but your regular enlisted dude, um, at least at the point when I was in the Navy, the uniforms actually change over the years. So I don't know what the hell they're wearing now, but in my time you had a Dixie cup. Um, and one of the things you could do is you could fold it a little differently. Some guys rolled it, others folded it, other guys squared it off, other guys kind of tilted it to one side or whatever. That was a little bit of personality you could have. Not a lot of, not a lot of room, very subtle. A bunch of people looking at you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. 
The other thing is your kerchief. We we didn't wear a tie. We wore a kerchief, uh, neckerchief, and it tied in a knot here. And so some people would have a short knot, uh, a short tail, you know, two tails that come down. Other people would have a tail that came all the way down to their waist. Other people would have a tail that came somewhere in between. Uh, neckerchief rolling was an art to roll your neckerchief. You would fill it up with water. It was made out of silk, and you would fill it with water, spread it out, and iron it flat. Then take a dime or a nickel or something and roll it up, and then some guys would tape the ends. And then the only other thing you could change was your liberty cuffs. When you had your uniform, you could roll your cuffs back out on liberty, and some guys would, would, would have a little patch on their liberty cuffs, and you could hide money in it and stuff like that. My liberty cuff, of course, was... Dragons, two dragons on my Liberty Cuffs. This is how much uniform meant to me. It's how much a uniform means to me. And to the people that I know that are prior military that wore them. So this is why, if you're looking at guys who came to the motorcycle club world from the military, we're looking at you like you are crazy as hell when you disrespect your former nation's colors. To me, this is like taking their colors and hanging them upside down. To me, this is what an enemy would do. When an enemy wants to burn your flag or disrespect you or tell you, I don't believe that your nation is about Jack, they do some craziness like this. Now, Let's talk about the I love me portion of this. You are nothing without this. Th this part here, this part that you've you've taken out, this this is this is the reality. This is what this is what makes it all up. This is what makes it a thing. None of the rest of this exists without that. And you are not better than this MC. This MC built you. It was upon this MC's reputation. And you talk all this, you can't build yourself by, uh, on my name. Why not? You built yourself on their name even to the point where it began harming their reputation. So when they asked you to stop some of the stuff you did, or I'm making a business decision, everything you've done, all the way down to this act right here, has been disgraceful and me-oriented. Me, 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 mine, mine, mine. Look at me, look at me, see me, see me. That's why I keep saying MCs have become see-me's. Most of you guys should just type S-E-E-M-E -E -E right here. The blah, 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 see me. See me. I was a nomad. Listen, man, I know nomads in your organization that would never do something like this. That would never do something like this.
This is why I'm against somebody with less than 20 years on the set donning something of such as importance as this, let alone less than 10 years on the set, let alone five or six years on the set. Because the gravity of something this large is not to be toyed with. It's not to be played with. It's not, I was a, I was, I, I was, I was a, I was a, no, I was, I, I, me, me, mine, mine, I. That's why I say we MC. When I say it's not about I, it's what the hell I'm talking about. When I say it's not about me, stop saying my, 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 me, 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 mine, 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 pull your ego out. This respected and venerable position. When you wear that, you're saying you run with the big boys on the level of some of the top clubs in the world. And I, I just would challenge you to find me any one of them. I, I'm sure, you know, I got the greatest subscribers in the world. I'm sure if something like this exists out there, you guys will send me the picture. But I have yet to see it. I think... And if it if it were my MC Nation, I'm absolutely certain that if I wasn't out bad, I would be. I I think that your former brothers are owed an apology as big as blatant and as ostentatious and as in your face as this damn post is, I think they're owed an apology that big. I think that you are not bigger than these guys. I think it's not fair or honorable or noble for you to exploit those brothers, patches, any longer, not another day. I think it's not fair for you to make their decision to grant you one of the most honorable patches, most significant positions in the MC community. It's not fair for you to make that something that they regret. No, you didn't get along. You made a business decision that was greater than the aspects of the brotherhood. But they don't deserve this. They don't deserve this. Nobody deserves this. You don't get to do our flag like that, man. You know that's wrong. We don't, we don't need proof. I, I think that's the young guy thing. I got to prove that I wore that. Let me put the, bro, you got 120,000 subscribers. They believe just about everything you say. So you didn't have to do that.
Certainly not for little old me. You didn't have to do that. You just could have said, hey, I, I, I served as a nomad. I was, I, 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 me, me, me. And everybody would have been cool. But you went and did this garbage. And I'm going to call you out on it. Timmy, it's disgusting. Disgraceful. But hey, uh, anybody can make a mistake. I've made some just as bad. Um, young man, I stepped on my wee-wee. Uh, car companies have put cars out that had screwed up airbags, killed three or four people. They say, I'm sorry. They recall those cars, they fix it, and they make it right. And you move on. Reaction video, education video. I don't know. You tell me. When you leave a motorcycle club, you leave all traces that you were ever in it behind. That is the price for emceeing. That's the rules. You're our brother for life. We don't expect to lose you. And when we do lose you, we're not pretty about it. We're not nice about it. We want our SHIT back. We want our love back. I remember this girl. I remember this girl. She caught her husband cheating on her, or whatever the case may be. She's trying to take his car. Uh, it was obviously in her name. She's broken out the windows of his girlfriend's house. The police show up. Lady, you've got to leave, ma'am. If you don't leave, we're going to have to put you in jail. She's acting a fool. And the cop says, ma'am, what do you want us to do so that we don't have to take you to jail? What can we do? And she said, I want my love back. That, 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 that struck me. I want my love back. When we make you a brother in our motorcycle club and you leave us because we ain't good enough, because we don't meet your business goals, when, when we did everything, when you built yourself on our name, we want our love back. And we can't get our love back. So we want our paraphernalia. We, we want our reputation. We're, we're stripping you of everything. You're, you're going to be just as naked as when you can't, when you came. So you're not the nomad anymore. You gave that up. You gave up the right of your own volition. You said this, you weren't thrown out. You weren't kicked out. You made a business decision and you gave up the right to do this. In any way, form or fashion. You really gave up the right to even speak on it. That's the harsh part about this game. That ain't you no more, bro. You are a lone wolf. You are one with no club. You know a lot about us. You can speak in detail on us. 
But when it comes time for church, it don't matter who of us you hang out with, who of us are letting you hang with us, take pictures with us, interview us, it don't matter. When it comes time for church, you sit outside, and we go in and we shut the door. Because the cost of admission is our patch on your back, either as a prospect or a full patch member. That's the price of admission. You gave yours up. So stop building yourself up on these brothers' names. Be the content creator who is number one. Be the content creator who tells folks the good and the bad, what it's like to be without a club, what it's like to let them know the truth, bro. This ain't about your damn ego. And I am going to, as the OG of this, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. So I want you to do better. Take this nonsense down. <sighs> I'm Black Dragon. That's my two cents. Love to hear your two cents. I know I'll hear your two cents in the comment section below. Uh, some will agree with me, some won't. But hey. It is what it is. yourself to take the helm as president of your mighty motorcycle club by delving into the pages of Black Dragon's newest book, The President's Bible, Chronicle One, Principles of Motorcycle Club Leadership. There you will learn to advance your skills in applying the 14 scientific principles of leadership similar to those taught to officers in the United States Naval Service. Available in hardcover, paperback, and ebook, get yours today on Amazon kindle or order it at your local bookstore order your autographed copy from blackdragonsgear.com be the best motorcycle club president you can be get the book